Peace, peace. Hey. What's up, you guys? It's R.E.M. And Yodi. And you're tuned in to Dissol Radio. That's right. Your favorite twins are back talking all things music and culture. Because two takes are better than one, but twin takes are, are even, even better. better. And we're back with another episode. Yes. So happy to be back after a little bit. But we're here. And first of all, Happy New Year to yes. all the listeners. Yes. <laughs> it's still January, so we can still say Happy New Year, I think, Maybe right? not when this episode comes out, oh, but yeah. just, <laughs> just letting y'all know when we recorded this, it was, it was still January. January. So this counts. So the rule stays. Yes, it right? still stands. So Happy New Year. Happy New Year, y'all. January, wow. In the world of pop culture has just been so much from yeah. the Cat Williams interview <laughs> to... What's going on right now with Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. and Meg The Stallion? Mm-hmm. I mean, the internet is not a safe place right now. <laughs> it is not. The discourse is rich. Mm. Um, there's a lot going on, no matter what side of the argument you <laughs> stand on. Um, there's a lot to take in. Yes. Um, but a lot for us to talk about. Right. So we're not mad at it. Also, I really love this ponytail. Thank you. I Thank you, like The These braids, like this French curl set. I Chef's let me kid. just let me just take a moment to appreciate you, Ariel, because you know <laughs> oh, I love I love a, a protective style, right. but I love that you shouted out the French curl. Yeah, for those who are listening, I have French curls at the ends of my braids, and I'm obsessed with this look. You know, I saw girls wearing it on TikTok, and I was like. Mm to try that yeah and every time I would tell somebody that I was gonna try it I would get mixed reviews some people wouldn't see wait the why because some people couldn't see the vision wait they thought it was like too much or something well some people that like I told that I was planning on getting these braids they were like oh like I don't know how the curls are gonna look you know they're probably used to like they're not list boho braids or like the traditional box braids but okay. nothing like with like a curl at the end when I tell <laughs> you when I tell you this is so much more versatile and low maintenance than I thought like yeah. I thought the curls would be a lot but yeah. I'm very grateful they look really cute. um thank you thank you and I love the get up and go style however Uh-oh. I will say <laughs> I'm going through what all the natural girlies go through which is that dilemma of wanting to go back to my fro like I hate this like toxic relationship I have this like love hate thing like when my hair's out and loose and it's like all this labor to get like a particular style done yeah I'm like oh my god I just want a protective style right now like I don't even want to touch my hair I don't want to look at it like my arms are tired all the things but now that I've had these braids in for a while I'm like oh my god like I kind of want so go back to my fro, but I know as soon as I take these out, you're going to want, want these back. again. Yeah. So I can't win. That's why I locked my hair. See, you don't have to worry about these things anymore. It's like, I, really I think don't. I'm done with the dilemma. I'm done with, you know, the labor, you know, <laughs> the contemplation, what to do when wash day is approaching mm-hmm. and you have to decide what style I'm going to do for the rest of the week. Like I've retired. I'm yeah, done. I know. I know. R.E.M., I know. It, it's freeing. I'm sure. It is. It um, is. But I'm not trying to rub it in your face. But like, you know, <laughs> like you getting your hair braids and stuff, like having like different options is always really nice. Yeah, it is. It is really nice. And I think I'm going to start wearing different protective styles. I'm trying to I'm trying to get some more length with this natural hair. Yeah. So you'll be seeing more looks, guys. Yes. So stay tuned. I'm excited. <laughs> and honestly, like fro, braids, whatever you decide, you look great. Thank you. Thank and you. I'm not just saying I, that because- I love my hair. I'm grateful for my hair. Thank you. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Yes. I'm not just saying that because I'm your twin, but like, no, but I do have, I, I'm grateful for the versatility. Thank God. <laughs> Let's get into this episode though. So we are coming off the heels of such devastating news, truly devastating news. Truly. 
Issa Rae's hit television show, Rap-ish. The sudden cancellation only after two seasons. It's Mm. tragic. Mm, mm, mm. Very tragic. Very tragic. I'm still trying to process the news just because the second season just ended. And the finale was insane. I'm a little disappointed because, quite frankly, this is a theme that we consistently see when mm-hmm. it comes to Black-led mm-hmm. shows that do have the viewership, do have the social media engagement, mm-hmm. do have the loyal fans get the plug pulled from them. I know. And it's unfortunate because I really genuinely like the show and I feel like it was just starting to pick up its momentum. Mm-hmm. For those who haven't seen the show, it revolves around these two estranged friends, Shauna and Mia, that reunite mm-hmm. and they decide that they want to come together and be a rap duo. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. It had its drama mm-hmm. and it also had very realistic, in my opinion, realistic depictions of trying to make it in the music industry Mm -hmm. specifically as female rappers the writing was so strong the storytelling was strong and then to top it off we are in this era where rap girls are running the genre exactly look what's happening between meg and nikki like there couldn't have been a better time for a show like this to exist and the way it was received is indicative of that first of all it was Mm female-led okay so the three main characters Shauna, Mia, and Chastity, and Jonica Booth, who plays Chastity. Wow. Many people may not realize, but she started out as like a reality TV personality. And she was on Bad Girls Club. Bad Girls Club. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And she really is now this thriving actress. And her talent was really showcased in this show. Every time she came on the screen, she was a scene stealer. Mm-hmm. She was so funny. The comedic timing and just everything that she went through with the girls trying to be their manager. The bond that the three of them had you know, created on the show. I feel like there was more to be told. Yeah. And more to have been seen. Yeah. And it yeah. was cool to, to show the challenges that Chastity went through in terms of like, because she was a pimp and she was right in the block and she was, you know, she didn't have the most <laughs> straightforward uh, trajectory when it came to business. Right. And, um, <laughs> but she was able to leverage those skills into negotiations and into helping these girls like make it to the next level. Yeah. And I know she wanted to get out of that life. And she it would have been cool for her to to make it through while, you know, still staying, staying true to her street smarts. Yeah. So that was another reason I feel like her character was so important. The last episode, <laughs> that last scene when, so spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it. So basically, Shauna and Mia, they get presented an opportunity to be signed to a major label and they have to basically decide to keep Chastity as their manager or go work with Francois, who is another character um, in the show who's hilarious, but also, you know, uh, Shauna's old friend that is now working for a label and doesn't really like Chastity being around them. So he makes them basically decide, pick her or me. Mm -hmm. And her acting in that scene was so powerful. It Mm -hmm. was a very dramatic scene Mm -hmm. and it was emotional because the things that the girls have been through and them deciding to leave her mm-hmm. was very heartbreaking for Chastity. And I, I just felt like, wow, like that really cemented Jonica as an actress to me. Totally. Personally. Totally. That tear. I know. I, I, I started crying. Yeah. Honestly. No, that was a really good scene. And this is a comedy, y'all. This is supposed <laughs> to be a comedy, but it has like these emotional moments, moments too. And there's like so many other elements of the show that I appreciated. Even when you think about Mia and uh, Shauna's characters, like what the two 
represent in female rap and the dichotomy that they represent. Shauna comes from the perspective of wanting to be a respected MC that doesn't lean on, you know, over-sexualizing herself or leveraging her sexuality to be respected. You know, she wants to be amongst the Rhapsodies, the Queen Latifahs and Lauryn Hills. And Mia represents the other end of the spectrum that's very proud and very empowered to leverage her femininity and her sexuality um, in her music and in terms of getting that respect that she feels like she deserves. And when the two merge, you know, that is a point of contention times, that dialogue is also really important too, because it shows all the facets of how women have represented themselves in the genre. What I really liked about the show was the current depiction of how to market yourself with social media tools. They use TikTok, mm-hmm. they go on Instagram Live. Yeah. You know, it's very modern, you know, takes on how to push out your music. Yeah. And then also how they implemented real events like Spotify events, mm-hmm. uh, Billboard music. They had like an event mm-hmm. in one of the episodes. It felt like you were in the shoes of an up and coming rapper mm-hmm. and you were seeing what they see. Mm-hmm. How to talk to vice presidents of different labels, mm-hmm. like how to present yourself. And even like the different learning curves as well you know when you're fresh and you don't know how to handle those conversations like even chastity gets humbled a little bit you know because she's coming in with this hot energy and everyone around her is like girl chill chill chill." those learning curves are also presented in the show so i just think there's so much attention to to detail even when you're thinking about that journey for all of them and then of course they have to cover off on another element of this conversation which is how white female rappers have appropriated yes rain of rain she (laughs) represents all the things. Raina Rain is this white fictional female rapper in the show who literally speaks to all the white artists in general who have appropriated Black beauty, Black trends, Black choreography, and Black music to thrive. And, you know, showing that element is very it's a very real thing like you said the the internet element the social media element yeah they also tap into the discourse that comes with seeing a white artist thrive without any like (laughs) substance so like you know you have the fans that enable arena yes and then like are like like, is this white girl really doing what she's doing so i i love that they've included all of those details into the show i think there's just so much so much that was so good so about it. The question really remains, why HBO? Why you do this to us? There's so many cliffhangers, right? Shauna and Mia, they, you know, sever ties with Chastity mm-hmm. as their manager. Mm-hmm. What happens to Chastity? What happens to Shauna and Mia's career? Mm-hmm. We don't even get to see that. I know. All their hard work and efforts. We're left with so many unanswered questions. And then HBO. Maurice. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Maurice he getting was going locked to jail. up. Is he going to make it out? I just remembered what's going to happen to him. So many unanswered questions, HBO. The people want to know. The people are invested. And then also Lord AK. Yeah. So he was in a coma. And they said there was a chance that he would make it out of the coma. We will never know. I know. There was too much building up (laughs) towards the finale. Now we're just left with unanswered questions. So too many, too many, too many. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll just never know. We'll just have to sit with it. Yeah. Won't we? Yeah. So knowing us, we made a list of other shows that got abruptly canceled (laughs) or canceled too soon Mm -hmm. for our liking. First on the list is Lovecraft Country. Yes. 
Lovecraft Country, another HBO show that was hmm. gone too soon. And this show for Yodi and I was very personal because, and maybe it was personal to you all as well, but this show really got us through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it was unlike anything we've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. And I remember we would have mini watch parties with our sister Sophie and our cousin Yasmin and each week we would watch and be so in awe what we just saw that we have to like debrief the episode. Yeah. It was appointment television. It was very much a thing where we would all get ready and you know count the, count the hours, count the minutes down to watch the next episode. And for those who have never watched the show, it is probably like Ariam said, one of the most innovative pieces of television that I've ever seen for real. And it's crazy because, you know, it's a mix of sci-fi and fantasy and it's a period piece and it's all of these things. And, and, and horror. And horror and centers a black cast. And I know it's based off of a book series and I was not familiar with the book series, mm-hmm. but we watched the show to see these strong actors like Courtney B. Vance and Michael K. Williams and Journey Smollett. And Anjanou Ellis. Anjanou Ellis. It was a very strong cast. You never knew what you were going to see. Never. The next You week. could never be ready. You could never be ready. Never. And like Yodi said, it had fantasy and, and sci-fi, but it also seamlessly blended in historical events and mm-hmm. context, mm-hmm. even to the point where we were learning things that we didn't actually learn in our high school history courses. Mm-hmm. For example, in the first episode, they were driving down and they ran into a police officer. He said, well, you guys can't be driving at this time because this is a sundown town. And I remember thinking, what is a sundown town? Like, mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. I did research after the episode. And basically, there are certain towns all over the U.S., mm-hmm. you know, back in the day and also in Canada where if anyone that was black was caught driving after the sun had set, mm-hmm. they were, you know, could be arrested by anyone. They could, you know, they could be harassed could and, harass, or yeah. they could be murdered. And it was justified. Yes. Yeah. You know, once the sun was down and if you're out, you know, it was a very dangerous time for black people. Yeah. It was so many moments like that that were happening as we watched the show. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like everything was so seamless. Mm-hmm. And it just fit with every story that was being told each episode. Mm-hmm. Such a well done show. It, it was. Had 18 Emmy nominations. Just Amazing storytelling, costume design, special effects. Like, it was crazy. What I loved so much about the show is all the things we just mentioned. But then on Twitter, there was, like, this community oh, that oh just my gosh, yeah. grew overnight. This cult following that came, like, out of nowhere because of all of the fandom surrounding the show. Because it was received so well, so quickly. Yeah. That every time each episode would go live, as soon as it ended, you'd go, go check on the Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. And people would be, you know... Like reacting, then they would also like point out small details that might have gone over your head. The way that it ended, again, another spoiler. If you haven't watched it, go see it. But Tick passes away. And it seems like the main character, the main protagonist dying, how can the show carry on? But at the end, his younger cousin, it seems like she is being set up to avenge the family. So mm-hmm. there could be another season. Mm-hmm. So when we had learned the news that the show wasn't going to get renewed. I was gutted. Yeah. What? (laughs) I know. It was tragic. It was crazy. Like I, it made no sense. It was such a popular show. Like I, again, nothing like we've ever seen. I could have used another season. Yeah. At least another season. It just, again, there was so much that we were left with at the ending to grapple with that we hoped we would get answers in the next season. And 
it's really unfortunate that we didn't get that opportunity. Yeah. So HBO again, again, strike two. Okay. <laughs> I love HBO, but dang. Uh, I know. So much good content. So much good content. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's other shows on this list, Ariam. The game. The first three seasons of this show when it was on the CW. The golden years of really, the game. Seriously. Truly, truly. It follows these group of women and their relationships with these football players on this team called the San Diego Sabres. Mm -hmm. And it just, you know, talks about relationships, friendships. The cast was hilarious. Hilarious. It had Tia Mori. Mm -hmm. She played Melanie Barnett, mm -hmm. a.k.a. Med, Med School. school. And she plays a young medical student who is balancing her relationship with her football-playing boyfriend, Derwin Davis. Mm -hmm. They move to San Diego, and she makes friends with Kelly Pitts, mm -hmm. who is the football wife for the quarterback, um, Jason Pitts. Mm -hmm. And then you also meet Tasha Mack. Yes. Played by Wendy Robinson. And then her relationship with her son, Malik. Yes. And he's also like... A star player as yeah, well. Yeah, he's like the star quarterback. Oh, yeah. So he's a star quarterback. I'm sorry. He's a star quarterback, but Jason Pitts is like the veteran player. Mm -hmm. And like I said, every character was hilarious. Yes. The chemistry, I mean, it was just flawless. Like, seriously. It, I think, shout out to Mara Brock O'Keel because literally every show she's ever created or written has always been chef's kiss. Yes. Seriously. No, no notes ever. And I think with this show, she really allowed us to focus in on this segment of culture, like this subculture, right? Yeah. Like you have to be on the inside to know about all the little things that they, these women have to navigate while being partners or, or managers or husbands to these athletes. Like you said, chemistry was good. Writing was good. It was just hilarious. Mm -hmm. Then also, there wasn't just one character I looked forward to seeing. Yes. Like, anybody could have been on the screen and the scene would have been hilarious. That's true. That is very true. Yeah. Because Kelly was funny. Oh, Kelly. Jason, hilarious. his penny-pinching self, was funny. <laughs> Tasha Mack. Tasha Mack. Tasha Mack, scene stealer. Yes. Malik. Oh Malik. Malik. Like, is all his quotes... <laughs> Like his, 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 he used like, to call Melody girl Melody. Like everyone had a nickname for everybody. And it yes. was so funny because yeah. that is just such a real part of bonding and dynamics in life. And yeah. I just love the little nuances that were in the show. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, when you're watching the first iteration of that show, I'll mm -hmm. say, which was on CW for three years, the season finale of the third season just so many unanswered questions. Mm -hmm. Is Tasha and Kelly going to make up because Tasha hooked her ex-husband up with another woman and Kelly was unaware of it. Because they had divorced. Because they were in the process of, of divorcing. divorcing. Right. Kelly has hopes that her and Jason will get back together. Mm -hmm. That's not the case. He leaves her with Camille and then Melanie and Derwin. They finally get married after... The back and forth, engagement, not engaged, like breakups and ba break babies and all oh, yes. things. Of course, the break baby. <laughs> so Derwin gets his ex-girlfriend in between Melanie and him pregnant. Mm -hmm. And on the day of their wedding, his son is born. They were literally saying their vows and he gets a phone call that his baby is on the way and he has to, to leave the wedding. So... She supports him, Melanie. Uh, she's better than me, uh, but she supports him, and she, so you know, messy. and then and then the scene ends when they're all in the uh, the the delivery room. So uh, we're not the delivery room. I guess the nursery once the, the yeah, baby's, when the baby's born. Yeah. And so 
it's it's really intense and there's it's emotional and you're like oh my god and John Legend is playing in the background oh and you're god. just like uh, oh like what was the song what was it uh, this time I yeah that's fuck <laughs> and you're like oh my god my emotions everything and then it ends and then shortly after we learn that the show got gets canceled. canceled and we're all like I'm sorry what years go by we're still mourning the loss of the show. And BET ends up picking up the show. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was a big deal. I even wrote on my Facebook status in <laughs> high school, like, the game is coming back. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> I remember it was a big deal. And yeah. we started watching it. They got all the original cast together. Mm-hmm. I think that first season back worked, right? Because I think it was a great balance of comedy and drama. And that's what the and that's, original and that's show what had the original too. show. It definitely leaned into the drama as the the seasons progressed. But I do think what made the original so good it was it was perfectly balanced. Yeah. So we have another show that we need to talk about, and it's actually within the same universe of the game, right? Again, Mara constantly killing it with the writing and the creating of all of these great original series. We have to talk about girlfriends. Oh yes. Girlfriends, what a show. Mm. Girlfriends walked so the game could run. Honestly. Really? In the game's pilot episode, the connection between the Girlfriends universe and the game universe is made clear because Melanie Barnett is actually Joan Clayton's cousin. Cousin, yes. Joan Clayton played by the amazing Tracy Ellis Ross. So let's talk about Girlfriends really quick. Love the show. The cast was fun. Nominal. Mm. This show followed four strong, beautiful, successful Black women that were navigating careers, dating, all of the things that come with being a, a Black woman in the state. And they were different. They were all individuals. Mm-hmm. Every character was so unique. They represented different types of Black women. Mm-hmm. And they also show that they can all be friends. Yes, exactly. And the writing was strong. Oof. The jokes were great. And I think what was so good about the show is just that balance of the comedy and drama. There were funny moments. And then there were also really good dramatic moments as well. And I think what the show did a really good job of doing was showing all the phases of adult friendships, right? Oh, yes. You can, you can, you know, start from, you know, knowing somebody since you were a child and going into your adulthood and evolving and or devolving sometimes and setbacks and all of these things. And the thing about Tony specifically and Joan's relationship is that it was really clear that that relationship needed to have its unique ups and downs and all these things alongside seeing your friend getting married or dating or supporting them through all the things. So no notes on the show. Loved it. Big fan. Then I think by season six, Tony leaves which was a devastating, huge, huge loss to the core four, especially the fans, because, you know, we loved our bougie real estate boss. You know, we loved her. We loved She's her on the hilarious. show. She was shameless. She was, you know, fully herself. She didn't care what anyone thought about her, even if she was flawed. And we loved that about her. Right. And she really did balance out Joan in a lot of ways. I mean, she was definitely, she had her little bad moments, yes. but I think just always fully embracing herself mm-hmm. and just being true to herself, I think was something you could respect. Right. Of the Tony character. Right. But she does lead the show. And then for the remaining seasons, it's just uh, Maya and Lynn and 
Joan. Yeah. And of course, it rocks the dynamic. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're so used to seeing the four of them together. Mm -hmm. So that was an aspect of the show. But what really gutted the fans was during the eighth season, there was a writer strike going on. Mm -hmm. And because of that, writers couldn't write mm -hmm. and shows were put on halts. It got to the point where, will the show come back? Will any of the writers come back? And mm -hmm. then eventually the strike ended. However, girlfriends never returned. Mm -hmm. I'm not 100% sure if it was even a, a season finale. It wasn't. It was mid -season. It was like mid-season. Yeah. And so it ends very abruptly. Yeah. And with, with no conclusions, it feels like just smack dab in the middle of the season. So at this point, Joan is engaged. Finally. Finally. Um, Tony and her have not resolved their issues. And that's partially why Tony's character is absent from the show in those seventh and eighth season. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we never get to see Joan live out her her, her dream wedding. <laughs> you know, the show falls. One thing her. that girl wanted to do is, is get, get married. married. She, she wanted will let to you get know. married. And we never got to see that through. And then we also never got to see Tony and, and Joan resolve and, and heal from, from their um, friendship breakup. Yeah. So, you know, fans were left having to, to deal with whatever fantasy or theory of what the ending could have looked like. Yeah. But very, very sad. Very sad. But yeah, that wraps up our list. I know that there are countless other shows that have been canceled, that are near and dear to our hearts. And if you guys want to join in on the conversation, please comment below. Let us know what shows that you wish never got canceled. Yeah. Because I know there are a lot. So that wraps up today's episode. If you like what you heard, you can keep up with us on our socials at D-E-U-X-S-O-L. You can watch us on YouTube and you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. If you can hear it, we'll, we'll be, be on it. it. Until next time, guys. Peace. Peace.